We're looking at the book of Ephesians 5, and in Ephesians 5, Paul tells the church to live in unity with one another by allowing the Holy Spirit to live through us and do things through us. But then in Ephesians 5.21, he says, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Now, it seems strange to find Paul speaking on submission in view of his emphasis on unity. Be one, stick together. But he is talking about just that. It's submission that comes out of the reverential fear of God as the motive for discharging our relative duties to one another as Christians. It is honor and respect for God that motivates us to value one another and to submit our lives to one another. Paul then moves directly into three examples of relationships in which believers are to be subject to one another. Now, I don't know about you, I'm probably just like you, I don't like people telling me what to do. But being in subjection, being in a relationship where I am subject to someone else, doesn't mean that I just have to obey them all the time. It means that I give preference to them. It means that I do things that benefit them more than benefit me. So Paul goes on to talk about those kinds of relationships between husbands and wives, parents and children, and even master and slave relationships. Paul's important point in doing it is that in each of these, there's a relationship where one is to be in authority, the other is to be submissive to the needs of those underneath him, and then those in submission to that one in authority are to be subject to the authority of the one over him. I'll try to make that a little less confusing to you. Because in all of them, including submitting ourselves to one another, we do so out of respect and love and care and concern for the one who is in authority over us, that's God, and expects us to submit to one another. Submission to God is, first of all, very important. But then, like Christ, submitting ourselves to one another is the other important piece of this. Christ submitted himself to the Father when he came to the earth to die for us. He actually, even in his leadership over us, submits himself to us by providing for our needs, paying for our sins. It's a reciprocal relationship. Big principle is an attitude of mutual subjection, which is the mark, by the way, of being filled with the Holy Spirit. So a couple of things. Number one, it's mutual submission. Whenever we move into this area of authority, we tend to emphasize the rights or the power of the superior one to control or influence the person below. But Paul immediately showed that control is not the frame of reference from which to begin, but rather using a position of authority to serve. We don't control those who are in submission to us. We serve them. And then they follow us. Philippians 2.3, it says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Think of others as better, more important than yourself. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. When a leader submits themselves to the good of the other, he leads in love and concern and compassion. He is submitted to their needs. Maintaining an attitude of loving concern for one another strips authority of its rights and also strips submission of its perceived humiliation. Whatever role we've been given provides an opportunity for us to serve our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Whether we are the one in authority or whether we are the one in submission, we serve one another. It's a mutual responsibility. In God's order, the scales aren't weighted in either direction. The child obeys the parents in the Lord, but parents are not to exasperate or embitter their children. 
Discipline is to be distinctly Christian and Christ-like. The slave is to serve wholeheartedly, but masters are to treat the slave with consideration and concern, doing what is right and fair. Within the context of whatever role we're in, the Christian's deep concern for others as persons, as children of God, is what guides and controls. And then number three, everything is an occasion to serve. Did you hear that? Everything and every relationship is an occasion to serve. The underlying thought is that authority and submission are not to be viewed as humiliation, but as providing different opportunities to serve one another. It's bringing order to chaos. It's giving structure to that which truly needs it. If I'm in a position of authority, I serve those in my care by treating them with fairness and respect and seeing to their needs. If people in authority are over me, I serve them with wholehearted loyalty, knowing that as I do, we all benefit. That's the way the Church of Jesus operates. The Christian attitude toward authority and submission is drastically opposed to the perceptions of the world. In God's order, each person's value exists apart from his role. Did you catch that? In God's order, each person's value exists apart from his role. And that's what allows us to walk in unity. In spite of our differing callings and positions, we can be one. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to always remember that you did not put authority over us to lord it over us, but to serve us. And I pray that you would help us to remember that when we are in submission to authority, we are not just serving them, we're serving you. And as we do, we serve together in unity, and you bless, and you make us one. Help us to do that, we pray in Jesus' name. So keep connected, keep submitting, and keep the faith.